and welcome back to the Disney World Today podcast. I am your ghost host for the day, Kevin Pope. Hope everyone's having a magical day, magical week. Hope everything's going good with you guys. Here we are. It's March. Spring is just around the corner. Pretty crazy to think this. these last few months have gone by so quick. I feel like I was just talking about Christmas and winter, and here we are, you know, just I think the official first day of spring is like in maybe two weeks from now. That's crazy. But thank you guys for coming back and listening, all my returning listeners. For all my new listeners, welcome to the show. I hope you enjoy it. If you haven't already, follow me on Instagram, Disney World Today. You can find me there. My DMs are always open if you want to stop by and say hi. If you have ideas or suggestions for the show, whether it's uh, top 10 lists or just any uh, suggestions for the show, topic ideas, anything like that, shoot me a message there on Instagram. Or if you just see something cool, if you find a post uh, real Disney related or not, uh, feel free to send it my way. Uh, you can follow me on TikTok and YouTube as well, trying to post uh, as much as I can there as well. But Instagram's the big one. Also, wherever you're listening to this, if you can hit that subscribe button, leave me a rating and a review, I would be uh, much appreciative of that. And that helps me out, helps out the old algorithm. Especially if you're on your iPhone, listening uh, listening on your iPhone there, you can head over to the podcast app, search me up there, and uh, write me a review. And if you do, I'll give you a shout-out on the very next episode. Spotify, you can leave, uh, leave a rating, but I don't believe yet uh, that they allow reviews. So if you can, leave me a rating. That'd be pretty cool. Last week, we got a little weird with it. We did top 10 Weirdest moments slash things in Walt Disney World history. That was a uh, a fun one to do. Pretty creative, I thought. Uh, I had a, a lot of fun kind of brainstorming uh, that episode in my top 10 list. I got some good feedback from you guys. I was a little worried because, you know, uh, doing a top 10 weird list, the main thing I was worried about was that, um, you know, I, I tried to get this point across. Like, weird doesn't necessarily mean bad. Um, and anything, really, anything in life. Just because something's weird doesn't automatically mean that it's bad. Weird can just be different. So, like, you know, the certain things in my list, you know, if you haven't listened yet, um, it's available everywhere. But if you did listen, like, uh, the the castle cake uh, was on my list. And I talked with a few, few of you guys online, um, you know, about it being weird. And just because it's weird doesn't mean it's bad. Like, I like the castle cake. I thought it was cool when I was, you know, uh, six years old, eight years old. I thought it was cool now. Like, the retro merchandise, I think, kind of proves that, that people kind of think it was cool. And it, you can't deny, though, that it was weird. They turned, you know, this iconic structure, Cinderella's Castle, into a giant pink birthday cake. Like, completely redid it to make it look like a cake. It's not like how they kind of decorate now where they just kind of add a little bit of flair and a little bit of ribbon, a little bit of color, and, you know, make it look just a little different. They completely changed Cinderella's castle into a giant birthday cake. That's weird. It's weird. You know, especially now thinking about Disney, they will never do anything like that again. They just won't, you know, just the way the company is now, the way society is now, the way things are now. I don't see them ever doing something like that again, where they completely change something just for what? Like, I think about a year, you know, it was like that. So uh, if you haven't listened, like I said, it's available. It's up everywhere. You can find your podcast. I think it's a pretty good listen. Uh, My top 10 weirdest moments slash things in Disney World history. This week, we got another fun one. Another top 10 list. You guys know I love my top 10s. Maybe I'll take a break from the uh, top 10 lists after this episode. I've done uh, quite a few now uh, in a row. So this week's episode, we're doing top 10 Disney resort lobbies. Yes, that's right. This This is a big one. This is a fun one. We all love our Disney resorts. And if you're a true Disney fan, the Disney lobby, the main lobby is, you know, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. We kind of all have our favorites. So I'm going to go through my top 10 and you guys can either agree or disagree. So without further ado, here we go. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. I thought it was funny the other day 
Uh, my wife and I were getting ready for bed and she asked me uh, what the topic for this week's episode was going to be. And I told her, I'm pretty sure I'm doing top 10 Disney resort lobbies. And like right off the bat, uh, she started talking about like her favorites and which ones she didn't like or which ones were underrated, which ones were overrated. So I figured uh, at the end of the episode today, I'm going to ask her uh, ask her to come on here and kind of describe what her favorite one or least favorite ones are. So I thought that was pretty fun. I just mentioned it and then boom, you know, here we are going off on a tangent about our, our favorite lobbies and, you know, which ones are underrated. What goes into a Disney resort lobby? Like what makes them stand out? What makes, you know, one your favorite, your least favorite, underrated, overrated? And it's hard to describe unless you've kind of been there. So like for me, uh, you know, part of it, I think like the music plays a role, the, uh, you know, the, not even, even if it's not music, like the ambiance, like the sounds play a role, you know, the lobby design and stuff itself obviously has to uh, play a role. The, the cleanliness, the, the, the smell, you know, when me and my wife were talking about one of our favorites, we literally both mentioned the smell of it, you know, that plays a role because I'm here in Chicago on this, 30 degree March day. And I can think about one of my favorite Disney resort lobbies and I can still kind of smell that smell. <laughs> you know, I, I feel like you guys can relate to that. So there's a, there's a lot that goes into a Disney resort lobby. Um, you know, you walk in, you know, it, it's Disney world. It's supposed to be this, this magical place, this larger than life place where anything is possible. Everyone can be a kid. And for a lot of the resorts, when you walk in those doors, you feel that. And that, that's what makes them stand out. Like, that's what makes one my favorite over another. You know, I don't want to walk into a Disney hotel, a Disney resort, and feel like I'm at, you know, a Marriott in downtown Orlando. You know what I mean? Like, it needs to feel special. It needs to feel different. I like to put myself into the shoes of, um, of people who have never been there before. And I, I like to imagine, you know, walking in through like the sliding doors for the first time and seeing that lobby. And that's the start of your trip. That's the start of your vacation in this magical place is that resort. Um, and I like to imagine like, what would my first impression be? I've been to Disney so many times. I've been in and out of every hotel. Um, so it's hard for me to kind of think like that. Um, but that's just how, kind of how I like to think about it. Like imagining myself, you know, as a first timer, like, what would I think? So that's all that kind of goes into, you know, a, a Disney resort lobby. And that's kind of how I, um, made this list. I kind of took, you know, all of those things into consideration. So let's start our list. I'm going to start off. Um, I'll do my top 10. I'll do some honorable mentions maybe, and then, uh, we'll hear, uh, my wife talk about her favorites as well. So my number 10 pick, I'm going to start off with Disney's Pop Century Resort. This resort lobby, I feel like doesn't get a lot of love. You know, I think it's pretty cool. I think it's a pretty cool lobby. You walk in, it's huge. It's got this like long hallway almost where, you know, you have like the main check-in on one side. And one of my favorite things on the like kind of right side of the wall they have like all these almost like picture frames or like display cases on the wall. And in each display case, they kind of add different, um, what's the word? Like not artifacts, but like different items and stuff from each decade. So like the pop century resort is themed off decades, you know, fifties, sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties. And like in all of these display cases, you can go through and see like, you know, um, toys and technology and news articles and like all this stuff from the different decades. And I always love looking at that, you know, especially when Pop Century opened, we went there um, probably like right around the year it opened to kind of check it out. My, my uncle was staying there. So we went to go visit him there and swim in the pool. I remember just walking through and just, I went through every single one of those display cases and looked at every single item that was in there. I always thought that was so cool, especially I think it was like the eighties and nineties, you know, kind of my era and they had like Ninja Turtle stuff in there and Power Ranger stuff. And I just like kind of going through and seeing like what was cool, you know, in, in those eras, in those decades. And I just, it's a little touch like that makes it different. You know, the lobby itself, it's, you know, it's nice, it's clean. It's like I said, it, it's huge and like kind of wide open. Um, and then, 
especially like around Christmas time, it's pretty cool. It's like you kind of walk down. Like I said, you have like the, the check-in and the, the cast members on one side. You have the display cases on the other side and like straight down the middle and like this big kind of alcove area. Um, you know, at least around Christmas time, they put up a Christmas tree there and you have the uh, the gift shop and the um, the food court right there. It's all connected. That's really what I like about it is that it's all connected. It's this large open space. You know, it's different. You know, that's that's that plays a big role for me. Like I said, I don't want to walk into a Disney resort and feel like I'm walking into a Hilton or a Marriott, just a plain Jane hotel. This one's definitely different. You know, the display cases with all the the toys and the te- technology from the different decades is cool on the wall. You know, the the flooring, it just it's got like a nice little modern touch to it. You know, they're playing music from the different decades. The the gift shop, little gift shop area and the food cart are all connected to the main lobby is a, is a big thing for me as well. And it's nice. I like it. You know, I think the memories of me going there for the first time when I was like, you know, 12 years old or so, and just kind of going through every single one of those little display cases and, you know, seeing all the decorations and stuff. That's probably why it's making my list, the little nostalgia there. Um, but yeah, pop century, um, doesn't really get a lot of love when you think when you're thinking you know resort lobbies but i like it it's cool it's got a nice you know different style to it and uh yeah number 10 i think is a solid spot for it you know this one was a uh, a hard list to come up with it was hard for me to think of like my numbers like five through ten slash honorable mentions because there's so many disney resorts that i love um but let's move on to my number nine pick now my number nine pick I'm going to go with the Swan and Dolphin Lobby. Now, I know I mentioned in my intro how, uh, you know, when you walk into a Disney resort, you want it to feel different. You want it to feel special. You don't want it to feel like a random Marriott or whatever. And I know the Swan and Dolphin, theming-wise, isn't like most of the other Disney resorts. But I still think their lobby is is great. It's, It's beautiful. It's breathtaking. It's huge. It's... It's definitely different. It's definitely higher end, um, you know, and I'm probably a little biased because I stayed there a lot. You know, we stayed at the Swan and Dolphin um, for a good stretch of years from, you know, my teenage years up until about 21, 22. Um, you know, I, I have a lot of good memories there. When my friends Brian and Chris came with us, we stayed at the Swan and Dolphin. I always loved staying there in the pool and the fitness center and that the lobby you know, with the giant ceilings, they have like the, like, it's not a chandelier, but a chandelier type display above the the big giant swan fountain in the middle. Now, I will say, I think I did like it before when it was still like that 90s kind of pinkish and green, um, but it's huge, a lot of comfy chairs uh, for dads to take a nap in, <laughs> um, hint, hint, uh, true story, my dad used to always fall asleep. Uh, in lobby chairs, um, yeah, and, I, and I've always I've always thought it was you know cool. I always thought it was you know picture worthy, especially when we first started staying there. Staying there, you know, it was definitely different. We were used to staying at all the other Disney resorts. You know, up until that point, we had stayed at only um, you know Old Key West, Port Orleans, Caribbean Beach, Coronado Springs. So when we went to the Swan and Dolphin, it was definitely different. And to see that lobby. Um, you know, I, I've always just kind of had a, I don't know, just a special place for the Swan and Dolphin. And I know it's different than a lot of the other Disney resorts. You know, the personal memories and nostalgia is probably what helps it make my list over some of the other Disney resorts. And yeah, it, it's got to be on there for me. You know, the the fountain in the middle, I, I've always liked um, all the years we would go there and we would check in and, you know, my mom would go stand in line and check us in and me and my sister would just kind of, you know, sit by the fountain when we got cell phones, you know, t- take pictures on our cell phones, relax in one of the comfy chairs. So the Swan and Dolphin Lobby is going to make my list here at number nine. For my number eight pick, I'm going to go with the Contemporary Resort Lobby. Now this one, again, probably another nostalgia pick. Because I did love the original, or not the original, but the old contemporary lobby better. Like the contemporary lobby from the mid-90s to like mid-2000s was always one of my favorites. And even now that it's been updated a little bit, you know, it's, it's, it's nothing special. 
you know, but it, it fits the theme. You walk in, it's this nice modern contemporary design, always very clean, always smells great. Um, I think now they've added like a little coffee spot right there as soon as you walk in. And, you know, what made this lobby better back in the day, in my opinion, uh, is a few things. One, like we never stayed there. We stayed there in like 2004 or five, but we never stayed there like when I was younger uh, than that. And so when we, whenever we would go there, like that was like almost like a vacation in itself. Like it was a special treat to go to the contemporary, you know, whether we were eating at Chef Mickey or going to play in the arcade and taking the monorail to the Magic Kingdom, whatever it was. Like when we went there, it was a special occasion. And I think that's partly why, you know, it makes my list here. Because like I said, the lobby itself, you know, it's not that amazing. Okay. It's kind of like a standard, you know, fits the theme. It's a contemporary design, you know, very modern looking. It's not huge. It's kind of awkwardly placed there where you walk in and it's, you know, um, you know, got like the check-in area kind of on the left there. Um, you know, and back in the, in the day two where the current, uh, was it Steakhouse 71 where it used to be the wave that used to be the arcade in the food court. So that used to connect to the lobby, which is why, you know, it, it holds such a special place in my heart because as a kid, we're going into the contemporary, you walk in, there's the lobby. They used to have like some couches and a TV that were always playing, uh, Disney classic cartoons. I don't know if they still have that, but that was a big thing too. You would walk in. You know, they'd have the TV there playing the animated classics, you know, whether it was a, a Mickey cartoon or Chip and Dale or Goofy. Um, you could sit there and watch some cartoons, you know, while you wait for your, your parents to finish checking in. But you'd walk in the lobby and like right there on the left was this huge arcade, probably the best on property at that point. Like they even had, you know, they had the arcade, you could play all these games. And then they also had like the prizes there. You could redeem your tickets for prizes. Um, it was connected to the food court area. Uh, I, I know that's different now and it's the, the steakhouse, but I think that kind of plays into it. You know, you have a restaurant right there. It's very nice, very clean, very luxurious feeling. You know, you walk in and you feel like, you know, you're at a special place. It's a little more fancier, but doesn't make you feel out of place. If that makes sense, that'll kind of fit into my list later. Um, and yeah, I think, you know, the contemporary lobby, it's, it represents Disney in a way, you know, it's, it's the contemporary. They have the monorail close to the magic kingdom. I think all of that kind of plays into it along with a lot of my nostalgia feels there, but the contemporary resort, um, uh, their lobby is going to be my number eight. Moving along to my number seven pick. Now my number seven pick top 10 Disney resort lobbies. I'm going to go with the boardwalk resort. The boardwalk, you guys know I love the boardwalk area. That's, I, I just love it. Um, everything about it. And the boardwalk lobby, you know, they do such a great job of theming it where you walk in and it's like you just walked in like a time machine. You walk in, the air conditioning's blasting, you hear the old timey music, and it feels like you're on like a, a New England boardwalk area back in the, I don't know, 20s or whatever it was. It's just got that old timey boardwalk feel. And it's just one of those you walk in and you feel like you're on vacation. You're, you feel like you're at Disney. You feel like you're someplace special. And what I love about the boardwalk too is they have that area. It's, it's technically, I think, part of the main lobby where you can kind of walk out onto this like balcony area. They have some chairs and you're overlooking you know, the water, the big grassy, you know, park area there, the Surrey bikes are there, the sounds, the people that itself right there is what makes it, you know, special to me and why it makes my list like that viewing area. I love the boardwalk, you know, that grassy area. Like I could just walk into their lobby and sit down on one of those chairs on that balcony area and probably just sit there all night. You know, it's just so calm in there. Like you walk in, like you're at Disney even like walking back, like not in through the like the front entrance, but walking back in, you know, through like, let's say you were coming in from the boats or from like the actual boardwalk, like you've just been walking around Epcot. You just, you just walked 12 miles. You haven't eaten in six hours. It's 105 degrees, but you walk in through those doors and you feel that air conditioning and you hear that music. 
and there's just like a calm about it. It just it's instant relaxation. Uh, and that's what I love about it. Just everything about the boardwalk area, the lobby, the theming, you know, it's got like the like the carousel horses kind of themed all around and the old timey uh, design of the carpeting and the couches and stuff. And you know, again, too, a lot of nostalgia feels here. Reminds me of being a kid and kind of similar to the contemporary. Like every time we went to the boardwalk, it was like a special thing. You know, we never stayed there. So going there was like a special trip in itself. Um, and yeah, the, the boardwalk, the music, the cleanliness, the vibes, everything about it uh, is why it's going to be on my list here. So the boardwalk resort lobby at number seven. We're just cruising along this list now. So we're going to move on to number six. For my number six pick, I'm going to go with Port Orleans French Quarter. And I got to say, if I'm being honest, I I enjoy Port Orleans Riverside better. I like that resort better. Uh, I've stayed there more, especially when it used to be Dixie Landings back in the day. But as far as just lobbies go, I think French Quarter has a great lobby. And, you know, I've never been to New Orleans, um, but walking into that lobby and, you know, walking around that resort kind of makes me want to go visit New Orleans. Um, you know, you walk in, they kind of have, even from the outside before you even walk in, like the theming of that resort is perfect. You feel like you're in you know, the French Quarter, and you you walk in, you hear the music, there's like these giant glass windows and doors that make you feel like you're in like this big atrium, uh, and that fountain, uh, it, like as soon as you walk in, like I'm a sucker for a good fountain, as you've heard, if you've, as you could probably guess from my swan and dolphin pick there, the French Quarter fountain, not as big, but still pretty cool, calming, relaxing, you know, the music, the theming of uh, the resort and the you know the lobby itself is, is great. Really makes you feel like you're in a different place. You know, it, when you when you decide to stay there, maybe some people you just pick a random hotel. You just pick it because you like it. But I'm sure there's people out there who pick it, being like, "Hey, you know, we like New Orleans. We're going to Disney. Why don't we stay at this hotel that's kind of themed like New Orleans?" You know, and when they get there and they walk in, I'm sure they're not disappointed because as soon as you walk in, and you hear that you know that that jazz music. Uh, and the theming, before we even get to the food court where they have like the giant kind of, uh, you know, Mardi Gras type theming there, like the lobby itself, like it feels like you're there. So Port Orleans French Quarter, although, you know, I, I do like Riverside better, I think the French Quarter lobby uh, is better. You know, they have these like nice, I don't know if it's like marble, but like nice marble flooring and just like the giant windows and the atrium style, they have like street lights on the inside. It makes you feel like you're walking around like Bourbon Street as soon as you walk in. You're walking on the streets of you know the French Quarter, but you're actually in indoors at Disney World in, in Orlando, Florida. So I think they did a really good job with the theming and the vibes um, of that resort and the lobby in general. So uh, Port Orleans French Quarter making my list here at number six. For my number five pick now, I think I'm going to go with Disney's Coronado Springs Resort. Now, I haven't stayed at, uh, it was a Grand Destino Tower. You know, there's a few hotels I left off, uh, a couple of this one and Riviera. I haven't stayed at or been inside of yet. Uh, so if you're listening and wondering why those aren't on my list, that's why. But for my number five pick, yeah, Coronado Springs. I've only stayed here once and we visited here a few times. Um, and I don't have that memory, many memories of the hotel itself, but I will say the the lobby is one of those, like you walk in and you feel like you're somewhere else. It, it doesn't feel like you're at Disney, at, you know, in Orlando, Florida. It feels like you're at, you know, maybe in like Cancun or Riviera Maya or something like that. Like I, I just love the design and the feel of it. The sounds like you walk in and you can just kind of hear the ambiance you know, the, the light music in the background, the fountain. I'm like, again, I'm a sucker for a good fountain. They got a nice little fountain area. I think they recently uh, did like a little refurbishment, but, you know, you got the, the super high ceilings and a lot of marble and, you know, cool colors and just everything just kind of fits together to make you feel like you are somewhere special. You're somewhere different. You know, you're, you're in Mexico, you're in Cancun, you know, anywhere like that. Uh, the theming is great. Um, yeah, it's just it's just one of those, it, it's hard to explain unless you've been there and walked in. You know, you walk in those front doors and 
you know, the, the first thing you see is the, the high ceilings and the fountain and you're just kind of like, whoa, you know, that's what kind of does it for me there. And, uh, like I said, I don't have too many memories of Coronado Springs. I remember staying there. Um, I, I had to be like seven or eight years old. Uh, my whole family, we all stayed there and I remember the food court more, you know, maybe that says something about me being a, a little chubby kid. Um, but I do remember the lobby. I remember waiting, uh, you know, for, for my mom or, you know, whoever to, to check us in and me and my cousins, you know, running around the lobby. I think we were like trying to play tag or just kind of exploring. Cause like the, the resort at the time was like brand new. So it was pretty cool for us to try it out. So my number five pick, I'm going with Disney's Coronado Springs. All right. Top four. Now, now we're in the, uh, the heart of my list. Like these four, I, I wrote down instantly, like this was super easy for me to write down. These are the ones that I love the most. So for my number four pick, I'm going with Animal Kingdom Lodge. The theming of this resort is absolutely ama- amazing. Like they spared no expense to theme this one, to make it look, you know, it fits perfectly with the Animal Kingdom and it makes you feel like you've traveled across the world, you know, to go on a you know, African safari and you're at this lodge, you know, that you know, like the animals are, are right outside. And although, you know, that's not technically part of the lobby, the fact that it's kind of right there, the access to it, you know, is right there, plays a big role in the, the music, the theming, the, the architecture on the inside with all the decorations and the wood carvings. It's absolutely breathtaking. Like this is one of those where you walk in and you're just like, whoa, like this is a magical place. Like, where are we? This is beautiful. And you can take time and walk around the lobby and just kind of soak everything in and look at all like the displays and look at the the wood carvings and the decorations and just kind of, you know, take it all in. And it's, you can maybe the only resort or one of the few, and it's rare for a resort, but it's like one of those, like it's almost two different places during the day and at night, just the way it's designed. Um, I can picture going there, you know, during the day and, and walking in at night and seeing it at night with, you know, it, it's darker inside with all the lights on. It, it's just crazy. It makes you think like you are on an Af- African safari. You know, you've traveled across the, the world to see this place. And it fits perfectly. I love the theming. The theming is absolutely amazing. Uh, and you can't deny that. And just like the sounds, the music, the ambiance, all of that is, uh, you know, plays a role here. And the fact that you can, you know, walk from the lobby to outside and view some animals. And they have their quick service area not too far away as well. And just all the wood carvings, everything like that. Just kind of, it's hard to deny this one being a top five. Uh, and for number four, you know, maybe if I've, if I would have stayed here more and visited this one more, maybe it would be higher on my list. But at number four, I'm going to rock with Animal Kingdom Lodge. All right, here we are, top three. For my number three pick, I may get some flack for this one. But guys, this is uh, <laughs> this one's my list. For my number three pick, I'm going with Art of Animation. Yes, that's right. I said it. Disney's Art of Animation. Now, I have stayed here a lot, so that plays a role. So I've been around this lobby and the lobby area a lot. And again, like when I take into consideration everything for a Disney Resort lobby, when you walk in, you need to feel like it's different. It needs to stand out. And you walk in Art of Animation, and uh, I'm kind of picturing from, you know, the one entrance kind of by the bus stops. You know, as soon as, before you even walk in, you see these giant murals of these classic Disney characters. It's this giant building. The colors pop. You walk in, and on the left is like this mural, this wall of classic like Disney animation pieces. Um, that wall itself, I just love um, the colors and everything about it. I, I love taking pictures of. You know, you have the check-in area on the right, and just all the lights and stuff on the inside, the floor, and the smell. Art of Animation has a unique smell, and not going to lie, so a couple months ago at work, um, some company dropped off like some free samples, and one of them was like of hand soap, and so we set it up, and I, I go to use it the one day, and I'm washing my hands, I'm like, oh my god, this soap reminds me of Art of Animation, <laughs> like it has a distinct, almost like citrusy smell, I want to say, but that smell, you know, the 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 music 
the music itself, Art of Animation has a banger soundtrack. Like they play the hits and it's like remixes and covers of classic Disney songs. And those songs fit perfectly into the resort. You know, they play some some other hits too. You know, they got uh, Life is a Highway by Rascal Flats and stuff. And there's just something about walking in, hearing that music. You have like the colorful wall of the Disney animation on your left. The check-in area with all the vibrant lights on the right. It smells like an orange grove inside. It's clean. You know, it, the lobby is connected to the the um, the gift shop and the food court. It has the arcade right there in the lobby as well. It's great. It's it's an underrated resort lobby. And I think because it's a value resort and the theming has to do with just Disney movies, I think that's why it's you know not really talked about. And I think it's why I may get some flack here. But having stayed here plenty of times and being around this resort, you know, the fact, like I just said, the fact that I'm here in Chicago and I'm at work and the hand soap reminds me of the lobby of Art of Animation, like that tells you right there uh, how much I feel uh, for this resort and how much I love the resort lobby. And I, I do think it's underrated. Like it's different. It stands out. Like imagine walking in with, with little kids who love Finding Nemo or Little Mermaid or The Lion King. Imagine taking them into that lobby on day one of your Disney vacation. The looks on their faces, just everything about it, I think is great. And for me, it's going to make my top three. Um, I know there may be some people who agree, some people who disagree, but it's got to be on my list. The soundtrack itself is fire. So my number three pick, Disney's Art of Animation. All right, we've made it into the top two now. My number two pick, I'm going with Disney's Wilderness Lodge. One of my favorite resorts. I wish I could stay here more. And again, the theming, you know, perfect. Like, again, it's one of those you walk in and you don't think you're in sunny Orlando, Florida. You think maybe you're in, like, some tiny lodge in the deep woods of Oregon or Washington or something like that. Like, that's how I've always felt about it. But you walk in. First of all, like, before you even walk in into the lobby, you see, like, um, bear tracks and stuff in the cement, which I always thought was a nice touch. Uh, although it's not exactly in the lobby, it's just like that buildup, like you're walking in. And this is one of those resorts, like I talked about, uh, I think in my intro, imagine you're a first time visitor to Disney World and you're staying at Wilderness Lodge. If you've, you've never been there, maybe you just saw a couple pictures on the website, but you're staying at Wilderness Lodge. It's your first time you're with your family and you walk in those dull sliding doors and you see the giant ceilings with the wood pillars and all the like it's like you're in a a giant log cabin and the music the ambiance is huge and according to my dad has the comfiest chairs of all the disney resort lobbies He he could we'll stop there and we'll have like a breakfast reservation and like my mom will walk up to uh, Whispering Canyon to tell them that we're here and he'll sit down for 30 seconds and he's asleep. Like comfiest chairs. There's like these big, big comfy chairs with these high backs on them. It's such a cozy resort. And the, the resort lobby is one of those, like I could picture myself going to Disney, you know, in, in the winter, maybe it's around Christmas. When they decorate that for Christmas with the tree, it's even more special. But I could picture myself just going there around Christmas time, you know, waking up on a cold winter morning. Now, maybe cold for, you know, Disney is like 60 degrees, but still waking up on a cold winter morning, walking down to the lobby, you know, going to the quick service area, getting my coffee. I could sit down in that lobby with my coffee and just kind of sip and enjoy it. They have fireplaces like it is absolutely perfect. I think my favorite thing about the lobby is towards the back, they have these giant glass windows. And on the inside, uh, they have like this little creek. Uh, It almost looks like a little geyser. Uh, It's it's this little like rock spring creek thing that runs to the outside of the resort. And there's like this little walkway bridge. You can like cross over it. You can throw, you know, a penny into there for good luck. Like just sitting there and, and looking at that is just, it's beautiful. Wilderness Lodge is such a, a great resort, and the, the lobby is, like I said, it's probably perfect. Um, 
you know, and you have quick access to the, the food, you have quick access to the pools outside, you have the giant glass windows you can see out of, you have the Whispering Canyon restaurant right there in the lobby as well. So my number two pick, this was an easy one, is Disney's Wilderness Lodge. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. All right, it's time for my number one pick. Then we'll do some honorable mentions and we'll, uh, we'll talk to my wife about her favorites. My number one pick, Disney's Polynesian Resort. The Polynesian, you know, I, you guys have heard me talk on here before, is probably my favorite resort, even though I've never stayed here. But for a resort that I've never stayed at, it's probably, you know, one of the most I've visited. Like we always go out of our way to make sure that we can stop by the Polynesian. It's such a great resort and it's the lobby. The lobby Again, if I can make this analogy, imagine it's your first time at Disney, you're with your family, it's day one of your Disney vacation, first time there, and you walk into that resort, that that feeling right there is what makes the Polynesian like my number one pick here. The Another reason, the smell. I mean, come on, they sell candles of the scent of the Polynesian lobby. Like I, I'm, I know I'm not alone. Like the Polynesian lobby smells amazing. I think I've gotten like a candle or, uh, even like an air freshener for the car, uh, as like gifts for like my family for Christmas. Like that's how much we love the Polynesian and the lobby itself. I know it's gone, uh, through some changes and some refurbishments and stuff, but it, like before you even walk in the doors, like outside of the doors, they have like it's like the the Hawaiian plants and the Hawaiian trees, palm trees, and they have like this like waterfall little area. Uh, you walk inside and like the the middle is like open, and there's like the giant like tiki statue. And man, it is so nice in there. The check-in area is right there. You can walk up the stairs, and you're still you know in the lobby. And there's you know different restaurants and bars. And, you know, the gift shop's right there and you hear the Hawaiian music. Everything about it from top to bottom, I think, makes it like the... I know I said Wilderness Lodge is perfect. This one is probably also perfect. Like from top to bottom, you know, you know, the Polynesian 2 is one of the most expensive resorts on property. But at least if you're staying there, like you're getting your money's worth. You know, as soon as you step foot in that resort, like you're getting your money's worth because of, you know, the theming the the vibes everything about it, it it makes you think like you're in Hawaii. I've never been to Hawaii. You know, we we eventually want to go there. So for us like the best we can do until then is the Polynesian and the lobby is great, you know, quick access to everything like I said like the restaurants and Kona Cafe and you know the quick service area is pretty close and um you know you're just steps outside of the lobby you can get a Dole Whip, you know, ice cream right outside the pools right there, beautiful viewing area. And it, you know, the whoa factor is there. You walk in and you just kind of go, whoa, you know, it makes you forget about everything else at home. You walk in, you're now on a Hawaiian vacation at Walt Disney World, you know, if that makes sense. Uh, so the Polynesian, I don't think it's any surprise is my number one. I think if you were to look up, um, you know, the best Disney resort lobbies, which I did, uh, before this to kind of see how they stacked up. Every single list is going to have the Polynesian probably towards the, you know, the top of the list, you know, one, two, three in a lot of the lists that I saw. Uh, that's where it was ranked. And it's one of those two, like, you know, it's a good lobby, you know, when you go out of your way to go there on vacation, you're not staying at the Polynesian. Maybe you don't even have like a breakfast reservation or anything like that. You just go to just kind of walk around the resort, and the lobby plays a big role in that. So for me, the Polynesian is my number one pick. Now, before I name a couple of my honorable mentions, there's probably a bunch of you guys saying, well, what about the Grand Floridian? I'm going to be honest, guys. I The Grand Flor Floridian lobby, I get it. I get why so many people love it. It's just not my thing. It's not my style. I've just never really cared for it that much. 
Um, my favorite part about it is probably like the, the marble flooring. They have like some of the Disney characters in the floor. Um, you can see them. Um, but other than that, like I've just never loved the Grand Floridian and the lobby itself, you know, it has that old timey feel, but it's, it's like a little too old timey. Like for me, the boardwalk old timiness, if that makes sense, if I can make up some words and phrases here, like that's the perfect amount of old timiness for me. Grand Floridian, I feel like you're going a little too far back. You know, that Victorian style, you know, the carpet and everything is that style. There's like the giant birdcage and the elevator. And I get it, you know, it, it looks nice. It looks very fancy and high end, but it's just not for me. Like I don't want to walk into a Disney resort and feel out of place. Like there's days, you know, I'm coming in from the parks or coming, you know, to take the monorail to the Magic Kingdom. I'm in a cutoff t-shirt, a Cubs hat and flip-flops. Like, and I don't want to feel out of place walking into the lobby. That's kind of how I've always felt about the Grand Floridian. And the smell, <laughs> it kind of reminds me, the smell reminds me of the Flamingo Casino in Vegas. You know, not my favorite smell. It's almost like a perfume. Um, so I don't love that about it either. So for all of those reasons, like that's why it's not on my list. I get it. I get why people like it. It's huge. It's beautiful if you're into that style, but it's just never been my style. And for my honorable mentions, I had uh, Port Orleans Riverside. You know, I don't think it's necessarily anything special, but honorable mention wise, like I just have a lot of personal memories there. Like that's one I vividly remember still waiting um, you know, going to Dixie Landings as a kid with my entire family, you know, grandma, grandpa, aunt, auntie Shirley, my, uh, my cousins, like we all went there, we stayed there. I just remember getting there and like waiting for my mom, uh, to check us into the hotel and us just hanging around, you know, the, the Dixie Landings, uh, lobby, getting a press penny out of the press penny machine that was there. Um, you know, so Port Orleans Riverside, it, makes my honorable mentions list because of that. You know, Yacht and Beach Club too, those are nice um, resort lobbies, very, very similar to the boardwalk. Um, so that's why I didn't add them on my list. All right, so like I mentioned earlier in the episode, my wife and I were talking the other night uh, as we're getting ready for bed. She asked me what my topic was gonna be for this week's episode. And when I said uh, top 10 resort lobbies, uh, we automatically started talking about our favorite ones and which ones were underrated. So, Marissa, thank you for coming on the show again. And uh, we just want to ask you about which Disney resorts are your favorite lobbies. Now, this is strictly just the lobbies. Hi. <laughs> Not like I had a choice. Um, why don't you ask me a question to get started? I'm not just going to start listing them off. Okay, so which... Which Disney Resort Lobby is your favorite? I think I said Art of Animation is one of my favorite ones. Yeah, we both kind of, we both said that without, without even discussing like my list or what our picks would be, we both like automatically said Art of Animation and I think we both said Polynesian. Yes, Polynesian, I like just how the whole vibe the Hawaii vibe, and they give you fresh lays when you're there. Yeah. Seeing all the people check in. Art of animation, the smell. Yeah, see, I talked about that on my list, like the smell. Again, we didn't talk about this before, but when we were bringing it up, like we both said that it had a distinct smell. I said it was almost like citrusy. I don't know. I wish that they could like bottle up the smell. It's just like a specific smell. That I know, like when we're because the soundtrack is always playing, and then the, with that smell, and then it's just we're just always so excited to be there because we're checking in. Yeah, I said that. Um, and the gift shop is right there, and then the cafeteria or food court is right there. That's like all that went into my list too. Is that's a good? It's a good gift shop too, and the pool's right outside. Plus, all like the character artists and stuff drawing there i said art of animation was like an underrated lobby definitely for sure the music alone is some of the best like as soon as you walk in like i could picture it now when you those like sliding doors open and you're coming in from off the bus you feel like that rush of air conditioning Cold air yeah and it's and it's huge yeah i've nobody's been there how many it's like so big 
And then you have the little artist to the right, and then you go out to the buses. The Nemo pool's right out the door, and there's an arcade to the right. I forgot about the arcade. Yeah. And that gift shop always has everything. Yeah, I like... It, I know it's not as fancy as some of the other resorts, but I like, like you said, how big it is. Everything's connected. You're all right there. You're, you, go, mm-hmm. you, know, you go to the main lobby to speak to the front desk, and you could stop at the gift shop, stop at the food courts, bring the kids to the pool, to the arcade. So I think that's part of the reason why it's underrated. That's why like, I had Pop Century at number 10 on my list because it's, an, it's identical to Art of Animation, just themed a little different. The I just like the layout. good. No, no, the food's not as good, but when we rank uh, top 10 food courts, I'll I'm make sorry. sure it's not I on my know. list. I know. I was going to say, well, I don't like anything else really about the, I mean, I could talk about like the resort itself, but I do like the lobby. Yeah. It tricks you. And then also I wanted to ask you too, because we both had the same opinion, Grand Floridian. What are your thoughts on that hotel lobby? What did I say yesterday? I think you said it smelled like an old lady. It's just very cold, like the marble, like I understand what they're doing. It just doesn't feel like Disney vibes. It just feels like they're just trying to be like way too fancy. There's way too many stairs. There I don't are know a if I'm stairs, saying yeah. that now because like I'm pregnant and I am out of breath all the time. But like you're walking thousands of steps a day. Nobody wants to trek up and down these huge velvet stairs. Yeah, I, I, I put after I did my list, I... That's like the first thing I brought up because I'm sure there's going to be people listening that say, what, where's Grand Floridian? Because I, I get why people like it. But like the gift shop there, it's not even like a gift shop. It's like they sell their soaps yeah. and their body wash that you can get for free in the room. <laughs> and I would, I would say like the, the lobby itself, yeah, it's got the giant ceilings and I'm just not into that style or that design. I said, like for me, I like the boardwalk lobby. It made my list. It's got that old-timey feel. The Grand Floridian is a little too old-timey fancy for me. Like, I get what they were going for. They are going for classic. That classic look. You know, with it, the marble and the gold and, like, the tying in Alice in Wonderland, thing like that. But do you remember finding, like, the food court? It's like you have to wrap around. I like this is an episode about hotel lobbies, yet we still end up coming back to food courts. That's why we're always there, yeah. getting cupcakes. That's true. So it's like, what's the accessibility here? And I don't, like, with Grand Floridian too, like I said, I don't want to walk into my Disney hotel and feel like I'm out of place when I walk in in a cut-off t-shirt and shorts and flip-flops. And you literally look so gross. We go in July, it's sweaty, we smell, you know, it's a long day, and then we walk into, like... A marble, you know, staircase yeah. with bird cages, and yeah. it's like, okay, leave me alone. Are there any other uh, Disney hotel lobbies that you like, kind of mm-hmm. like? Like, which ones? When I brought up the topic, like, which ones just kind of pop into your head? Polynesian. Did I already say Polynesian? Yeah, I already it. said that. Yeah. I just always get a Dole Whip there. Yeah. I just like Polynesian. Um, what other ones did I say? Contemporary? Eh. I would never stay there. No? No. It's just not. I need themes. I've never understood the whole contemporary building. And then they got rid of the wave. Yep. And then it just went lower on my list. What about the, uh, what about the Wilderness Lodge lobby? That one's one of my favorites. Sounds okay. No, no other lobbies. You love, your whole family loves the outdoor wilderness thing. I'm not a camper. I'm not an outdoors kind of person. For the record, I've never even gone camping in my life. There's always snakes there. Yeah, there's snakes everywhere. And gators. Yeah, it's, I'm not, I'm not a camping kind of gal. So I'm not really into the camping kind of theme. But I do like Animal Kingdom Lodge, even though it does kind of have the same vibe. It's almost identical to Wilderness Lodge, but okay. There are animals. Yeah. So that makes it worth it. Animals you actually want to see, not like little critters. (laughs) Yeah, both of those were pretty high on my list. Then I also had Port Orleans on my list. Um, That lobby's pretty nice. Both of them are actually kind of pretty nice. The lobby, the French Quarter lobby... I've always liked the French Quarter Lobby a little 
better than Riverside, even though I like the Riverside Resort better, but the French Quarter Lobby has the big windows, the atrium. It, it's almost made to look like you're outside, like in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. I did like it. Last time we went, had some beignets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, close to the food court. I'm just going to bring up the food and everything. That's what I should be talking about. So next week I should just do top 10 food courts. I could do that one. You could do the whole episode by yourself and then interview me at the end. I will not be doing that. No. <laughs> no. Okay, I'll keep I'm working on that. Yeah, this is your second time on the show. Forced by marriage. That's true. Any other, anything else pop in your head? Yeah, I jokingly told you the all-star sports. Oh, the all-stars? I don't know. I mean, I feel like I grew up going to the all-star, and, like, that was my senior class trip. That's where we stayed at the all-star. So it just has, like, you know, some good memories. Like, may not be as fancy, but... I feel like you're not a true Disney person if you haven't stayed at the All-Stars. Like, a lot of my picks are more, like, just personal opinion, nostalgia picks. Like, Pop Century, uh, when you Google, yeah, like, best like, lobbies. I going there. It's like, you know, and a lot of people stay there. It's just, like, a core Disney hotel, like, with the lobby. Yeah, when you when you grow up going there, especially when you're a kid, like, those memories are kind of engraved Same with the in smell. your brain. The smell. The smell. The All-Star smell. What does that smell like? I don't remember. <laughs> Disney? Yeah, Disney. Yeah, Disney hotels have that distinct smell. All right. Well, thank you for coming on. And uh, I'll be sure uh, next week it'll be uh, your, your show. <laughs> no, it won't. But thank you.